What's up? Testing, testing. It looks good. <laughs> yep, it looks good. <laughs> Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have a stupid joke. A boy is selling fish on a corner. To get his customer's attention, he was yelling, Damn fish for sale. Get your damn fish here. A pastor hears this and asks, Why are you calling them damn fish? The boy responds, Because I caught these fish at a local dam. The pastor buys a couple fish, takes them home to his wife, and asks her to cook the damn fish. (laughs) The wife responds, Surprised. I didn't know it was acceptable for a preacher to speak that way. He explains to her, why they are damn fish. Later at the dinner table, he asks his son to pass the damn fish. He responds, that's a spirit. Dad, now pass the fucking potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's so stupid. (laughs) But that's why I call him the stupid joke. Okay. So this week, um, I did... And I did not read these all these, but I did some cringe-worthy tweets about first date disasters. Oh no! I got these from Ranker, and it is a article from Nathan Davidson. And again, this was—I believe these were voted. Yeah, they were voted on. So I, I'm starting from the bottom and going to the worst. So uh, first one is from at Jules six twelve. He immediately ended the date after I asked him if his pet pig's name was Bacon. <laughs> so touchy. Aww. Um, this next one is from at Raggedy Andy P. Guy took me to Hooters to watch football with six men. Fast forward, I married one of them and the guy was our best man. Oh, God. So that turned out good. Yeah. Not with the guy she went out with. (laughs) Next one is at Ellen Bess. He insisted that we had to wash his cat. We did. Yeah. Weird. What? First date? First of all, you don't wash your cat. Yeah, they don't like that. No, well, it's not good for them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. They wash themselves. Yeah, don't wash your cats. I mean, unless they're like, they get into something and you have to. I mean... Or if they're old or something and they can't Probably. Okay, next one is at Mike Real Mush. On a first date, she's on a first date. Okay, don't let him know I stalked him online. Him, he said my aunt, me, Teresa or Sharon. (laughs) (laughs) That's not good. That was probably the end of the date. Yeah. He's probably like, uh... <laughs> Creepy stalker. <laughs> <laughs> this is from at Mummy Wummy. Oh, my gosh. Date was so bad, I gave the waiter 20 bucks to spill my drink on me so I could get out of there. Oh, no. Oh, that's not good. Next one is from the at the Rakes. We were walking outside and it got chilly. He said, I guess I should offer you my jacket. Then added, but then I'd be cold. <laughs> what a gentleman god Ass don't hat. say anything yeah just just be a dick in silence yeah. god <laughs> <laughs> next one is from matchmaker at matchmaker mary he took me a female to a gay club got drunk came out of the closet met a guy gave me 40 dollars to catch a taxi home uh. that's a bad date wow um, this next one, I don't even know. Her first name's Sura. I'll just leave it at that. Kissed me, then said he, uh, he was now sure he was gay, but I could stay and introduce myself as his girlfriend to his Catholic Polish mum. Ugh. Uh, no. That's insulting. Very. Oh my gosh. What is wrong with people? 
Next one at Jesse B365. My date took me to a nice restaurant. Our server leaned in and, and to me and said, You're the third one this week. Ugh. Gosh. Next one at Allison Wynn. Date. So are you one of those crazy girls who looks up the criminal record of your date? Me, no. Date, good. Ugh. Well, now um, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'd be like, hold on a minute. Yeah, get really. on my phone. Okay, you can take me home. No, no, no. I'll get an Uber. <laughs> Next one at Janae McWilbird. My mom and I went out to dinner, and she surprised me with a blind date. We ate dinner together, the three of us. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I would kill my mother. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. Uh, next one at Elise Anosh. Guy took me to a dollar movie theater, paid for me, and then said, in total seriousness, you can pay me back later. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, let me get my checkbook out. Give me your fucking dollar. <laughs> next one at Christensen Emily. On our first date, he bought me a box of brown hair dye as a Christmas gift because he didn't like my hair color. Uh, what an asshole. Off. Who who the fuck do you think you are? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, next one at Sarah K. Gilmore. He took me to a movie, pulled a used large popcorn bag out of the trash can and went for his free refill. Ew! No! You know someone's nasty-ass hands were... Uh, no! Oh, my gosh. That's disgusting. That is horrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next one at Wally's Voice. Met a girl online and had her over for dinner. Heard ripping behind me while cooking. She was opening my mail. What? People. I don't know. It's no wonder they're still single. Oh my gosh. Okay. Next one at Kitty Cares Less. <laughs> he had a $35 steak and several drinks. I had an $8 salad and water. He demanded I split the check 50-50. Oh, bull fucking shit. Yeah, I know. I think I've, I've read these before. Probably on the podcast too. <laughs> Sorry guys. If that's the case. Next one at Carrie P. Within 30 minutes, he traveled, he, he revealed, he had four kids with three women and announced, I impregnated an 18-year-old with twins when I was 14. Oh. No. Gosh. Next one at Bronwyn Roberts. At the end of the night, he leaned in for a kiss, whispering, don't be scared if my tooth falls out. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Don't be scared of my tooth falls <laughs> That's out. gross. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Next one at Mrs. MZ to you. He took me to a frog jump festival. We had to leave early because his wife showed up and she has a restraining order on him. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. A jump? Frog jumping? Frog jump festival. Okay. They must be in the South. Mm. I would assume. <laughs> I don't know. Next one at Maria Angelica A. While at dinner, date looks at me and says, if you just lose 10 pounds, you would be a 10. I asked for dessert. Fuck off. I would ask for two. Seriously. Motherfucker. Oh Fuck you. I hate people. <laughs> Next one at Ring by Spring Lou. In the middle of the date, she called her ex and decided to get back together with him. Uh, Why? What the actual fuck? Why even go on a date she then? She probably went out with him to get back at him and then decided to call him while she was on the date. That's so immature. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, next one at King Ed Hill. Oh, that's cute. His name is Ed Hill. King Ed Hill. Like King Hill. There's a cartoon. King of the Hill? King of the Hill. <laughs> I should stop talking. 
that would be a bad podcast, though. Okay, <laughs> next one at King Ed Hill. My date was complaining about me on Facebook while at the table. I found out because she accidentally tagged me in the post. What a bitch. <sighs> King Hill. Next one at MacArthur123. I went to a fancy place. He ordered and ate the most expensive food on the menu. He went to wash his hands and never returned. <gasps> an asshole wasn't there a guy that was doing that to yeah a bunch of yeah women i wonder if that was one of them probably next one at written by ken sitting on the floor kissing talk about talking about life and family turns out we're cousins <laughs> oh my gosh see that's i was i mean i know there's family that we have that we've never met yeah there has to be yeah and i always oh, yeah. wondered about that when I was younger, I'm like, I wonder if there are any people I'm related to that I don't, you know, that... Oh, yeah, definitely. Crazy. Next one at Knit Lucy. He said, from your photo, I thought you were too good for me. I'm glad to see you have flaws. Then he listed them. Ah! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Next one at My Army Life. He showed up an hour late, drove through McDonald's, said, you want anything, then parked at the zoo and said, I've got a condom. Ew! Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my gosh. Uh, and then my last one is from at vegan chick, MI. He talked about himself all through dinner, then drove me around to show me where all of his ex-girlfriends lived. Oh, that's Sad. Nice. He needs to let go of the past, it sounds like. Anyway, those were mine for the beginning. Okay. Sorry, I'm not prepared. <laughs> That's okay. It's good old-fashioned editing for you. It'll work out. So, I did stories, um, scary home alone stories that were... were <laughs> scary home alone stories that will remind you... <laughs> To double lock your front door. Oh, okay. Okay. And I forgot to make this bigger, oh. so. One night, when I was about 12 or 13, my parents were gone for a while, and I was just staying up really late, past midnight, on my desktop computer, waiting for them to come home. Like most people, I had been told a million times not to talk to strangers on the internet, but about half my friends... This is going to be a long night. Oh my gosh, I did the same thing, so fine. But about half my friends list on MSN, MSN, <laughs> were people I had never met before, so I was just chatting with a bunch of them. Out of nowhere, one of my online friends had told me exactly what I had been doing the past hour or two. Ew. What I was eating, drinking, playing with, when I had gotten up last, things I hadn't mentioned in the chat. I instantly got a horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach. My desktop was set up in front of a big window. So as far as I knew, this person I had been talking to, which was supposed to live in a different country, had found my address and been watching me through the window. Turns out he had somehow hacked into my webcam, I <laughs> know, and had been frequently watching me through it whenever he wanted. It's oh. been 10 years and I still have all the cameras on my devices covered in thick duct tape. Oh my gosh. See why I covered it? I know, but mine's never open. Still, that's creepy. It's oh, Mine's open now. If someone hacked into my computer and I wasn't covered, they could be watching us. Oh, they would be very bored. Yeah, but <laughs> still, that's creepy. It's very creepy, yes. Oh, I don't like that. I was about eight, and I was taking the trash outside after the sun went down, when a hand reached from the side of our back deck and grabbed my leg, trying to yank me. I screamed very loud, and they let go, and I ran inside. Oh my fucking gosh, what? I'd be stomping on that hand. Well, how old did they say they were? Eight? Eight. Yeah, it wouldn't have done much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, how terrifying. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was a kid around 10 years old, and I was babysitting my 7-year-old sister. We grew up near an insane asylum, and every now and then we'd get an escapee in our yard. Mm -mm. They'd walk off the grounds and head through the woods toward the nearest big town. 
they'd get about a mile to our place and realize walking 40 miles to that town was probably not happening. So they'd ask to use the phone to call and get picked up by the hospital. This happened every now and then, but this was the first time it happened when I was home without my folks. Oh my gosh. A woman who arrived in our driveway wanted me to call the hospital to pick her up, but she also asked me if I had some matches, presumably to light a cigarette. I ushered my sister into the house and locked the door as I called. The woman was kind of half screaming, half moaning, matches, I need matches, until they came and picked her up. I'm sure it was just for a cigarette, but it also could have been to burn us alive, so I didn't give her any. (laughs) Yeah, you never know. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. That's creepy. Yes. Oh my gosh, that makes me wonder where insane asylums are. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if, like, are there any around anymore? I think they're just in the hospitals now, right? Um, I think so. I don't know. Hmm, I think that's something we probably need to figure out. Just in case. That's, I don't know. I had just moved into my first apartment. It was around 8.30 p.m. and I heard the doorknob moving like someone was putting a key in it and turning and knocking. At first, I got really excited that my then boyfriend was home, but then realized it was only 8.30 and he was due home from work around 10.30. So I looked out the kitchen window and didn't see his car or anyone's car I had known parked outside. That's when I panicked. The doorknob kept moving for a few more seconds and then stopped. A few minutes later, they had some piece of metal they were sticking between the door, trying to open the door. I freaked out at that point and locked myself in the bathroom with a knife and called 911. They tried to pry the door open for about three minutes before they stopped. The police surveyed the area and found an elderly man roaming around with a knife and a crowbar. He used to live in that apartment, and he wanted his stuff back that we stole when we moved in. I was told he was really delusional. I'm so thankful and glad I didn't answer the door once I realized it was no one I knew. To this day, my heart stops when someone knocks on my door. Oh my gosh. That sucks. Yeah. And again, that's mental illness for that poor guy. He needs to be in some sort of a you know locked up something institution something Mm -hmm. so this took place in my backyard when i was a kid my mom had made a tree swing by putting a large log across two trees that were split at the top in y shapes a rope hung down from the middle of the log and there was a little wooden slab to to sit and swing on I was out there swinging away when suddenly, before I knew what had happened, I was pulled backward and found myself laying on the dirt. I looked up just in time to watch the log that was holding the swing split and come crashing down. I had used this swing a billion times and where I landed wasn't even reachable at maximum swinging capacity. I looked up and no one was around. The feeling of being pulled back is permanently logged in my brain. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yes. I love it. I live in a cul-de-sac. My bedroom is on the second story. I woke up one night around 3 a.m. to go to the bathroom. I knew we were expecting a lot of snow. I looked out the bedroom window to see the accumulation. It was deep, higher than the curb, like a white blanket across the cul-de-sac. I decided to get some water, so I walked downstairs, turned on the light, went to the bathroom, and got water was downstairs maybe four minutes. I went back to my bedroom. All the lights were out again, and I looked at the snow one more time. Within those four minutes, there were now fresh footprints leading from my house across the cul-de-sac and disappearing behind my neighbor's house. <gasps> Ew! That's creepy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Once I was alone watching TV and the door behind me closed and locked. Say that one more time, sorry. Once I was alone watching TV and the door behind me closed and locked. Oh my gosh. Lived out in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by woods and corn and wheat fields. I was home alone one night and decided to step out on the porch for a cigarette. 
I'm about halfway done. Take another drag, and when I blow out the smoke, it rolls around a face about a foot away from me. Oh my gosh! Needless to say, I toss the cigarette and hop back inside and lock the doors. <gasps> that is so creepy. Oh my god. I have chills everywhere. Ugh. Oh my gosh. I've never heard anything like that. That. Oh my. Could you have. I, I can picture it. Yeah. Because, you know, that again, that's so mundane and you don't think anything of yeah. it. You're just blowing out your smoke. Oh uh, my God. I would die. Oh my I would. Gosh. I would probably. I'd probably punch whatever or try to. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I don't. I would probably just run. Just, yeah. Just run. <laughs> House sitting slash babysitting for a new neighbor. She was a single mom from the East Coast. Moved to Indianapolis. Ooh. I was a sixth grader. All I had to do was sit in the house and do my math homework while she was on a date. Her, her two-year-old baby was sleeping in his crib. Around 9 p.m. I get a call and, and answer. It's some man who only asks, who are you? I say I'm the babysitter. Then he starts asking all these questions about where the mom is and who I am personally. I get scared and hang up and call the, the mom and let her know. The, the guy calls back and then just starts saying the address I'm at. Oh. Then asks if the baby is okay. When I say yes, he says, how can you be so sure when he's that close to the window? Oh. To which I go, I'm just the babysitter. I'm trying really hard on my math homework, and now I'm scared, and I'm also failing math. <laughs> Basically, a mental breakdown happened. Five minutes later, the mom shows up and explains it's her ex-husband who found her. She hands me a wad of cash and excuses me. I don't know if the guy was in the bushes or calling from Massachusetts or what. It was scary. Oh, poor thing. Just People are assholes. I know. They really are. I was laying on the chair with my eyes closed, but I wasn't really asleep. I heard a woman whisper my name in my ear, and she told me that I had to get up now. <gasps> I swear I could feel her breath as she talked. I got up, and there was no one there. Oh, my gosh. Why'd they have to get up? I don't know. That's what I want to know. Oh, my gosh. Maybe they averted whatever was going to happen. Maybe. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Was asleep in the living room on my day off when a suburban came ca <laughs> when a suburban came crashing through my kitchen. Oh my god! Dude was drunk and high, had taken his grandfather's suburban and left a trail of destruction through the neighborhood for two blocks. Ten plus vehicles hit my house, two mailboxes, and tore at multiple yards until his SUV was disabled by hitting a Camry. Police ended up busting the window and dragging him out half naked. Holy shit. That's terrifying. It is. In fall 2016, I moved into half a really old house. It was built in the 1880s, a stone's throw from the original campus of Indiana University, which is now a park filled with homeless people and drug addicts. Oh, fantastic. That's great. <laughs> The owners basically turned it into a, a weird duplex. My friend had lived in it right before I moved in, and he claimed that it was haunted, but I didn't really believe him because he was a bit of an odd guy. Anyway, the layout of the house was weird. You walked in the door, and were in a living room type space, and then you kept walking, and there was a doorway to a bedroom, and past that was the kitchen. No doors, only door, only door inside the apartment was the bathroom and one that led to the shared basement. So my first night there my first night there was uneventful. I was a little uncomfortable because I hadn't lived by myself in a long time and was just feeling lonely and on edge. I stayed up late and then eventually fell asleep. But I woke up again around three in the morning. Cliche, I know. What woke me up was what sounded like a group of drummers were drumming on every flat surface of the living room. It went on for a while, and I was completely terrified. It was just a cacophony of sound. After about two or three minutes, I finally gathered up the balls to get up and check on it. And as soon as I passed the threshold to the living room, it just stopped. Oh, Nothing happened the rest of the night, but I didn't get much sleep. A couple days later, a friend was visiting, and he was about to leave. We were standing by my front door. 
next to my bookshelf and I told him about how I was having trouble sleeping and the story from the first night. As I was saying this, a book flew threw itself off the bookshelf and onto the floor three feet away. It had to fly past the dresser. The shelf was perched and landed between the two of us. He just gave me a creeped out look and said he had to go. I don't blame him. (laughs) Eventually, I asked the guy in the other half what was up, as he had lived there for eight years. He told me that no one stayed longer than a year, and they all reported the same shit. For whatever reason, he said nothing ever happened on his side. Doesn't make sense, but there it is. Weird. That is weird. This is my sister's story. We laugh about it now because it's crazy how our parents brushed off how serious this was in hindsight. She had gotten home from high school and was all alone. Some guys came and tapped at the gate. Where I live, you do occasionally get people knocking and it will either be Jehovah Witnesses or people saying they are raising funds for a recovery program they're in or lying about being in or people selling something, that sort of stuff. She couldn't be... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She couldn't be arsed, so she just ignored them. What? I don't know. That's what it says. (laughs) As she sat in the living room. After a moment of silence, she heard a bang and the garage door rolling up. She runs to the garage and screams as she sees the two guys inside. They had been scoping out houses looking for empty ones to rob. The guys luckily just grabbed the two bikes in the garage and booked it. My mom mostly complained about the stolen bikes when she got home, but hey, way better than they took those rusty old things than ransacked the whole house or done something to my sister. Mm-hmm. To this day, it's why I go to the door when people tap at the gate. I rather tell them no thank you or not right now and have them know the house isn't empty just in case it's someone scoping out homes. Yeah. When I was about 13, I spent the night over at my cousin's house. We were home alone for the night and stayed up late playing video games. I remember he left the room to use the restroom. I must have been playing something good because I was sitting on the edge of the bed up close to the TV. As I played by myself, I felt my cousin come back in the room from behind and he laid down. He laid back down on the bed, gave me a little bounce as if he'd jumped on, bed squeak and all. When I turned back to talk to him, he wasn't there. He was still in the restroom. I looked down on the bed where I thought I had felt him and there was an imprint on the bed coming back up, like if someone had been there and were just coming off of it. I have far more stories about that house, but that's definitely one time I felt the most shaken. Holy shit. That's creepy. That's creepy. That's such an unmistakable feeling when someone... Oh, yeah. Especially if he jumped on... Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that's something that you... I mean, you register it, but you don't really... Yeah. Pay any attention. Figure and then you came. look around and there's... No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. A couple of years, I was home alone, husband traveling out of state. I put on the news on the Samsung smart TV in the living room, set the remote on the coffee table, and went into the kitchen next room over to make dinner. After a few minutes, I noticed I don't hear the sound of the news anymore, and I thought maybe the signal went out or the TV timed out and shut itself off. I came back into the living room, and the TV screen is showing a picture of a couch in a living room my living room takes me a minute to realize the camera in my tv has been activated and it's showing a live video of the room what the remotes were still on the table so no chance the dog accidentally stepped on them and pushed the buttons or anything a few days later news broke that samsung smart tvs had a hacking issue guess the real mystery is how often i was spied on before i put tape over the camera oh my gosh no i didn't know smart tvs had cameras i didn't either i wonder if my smart tv has a camera who knows someone could be watching you watch tv (laughs) why they would want to watch that i have no idea i was watching a horror movie can't remember what one now but it was a scene with lots of crows dying around a farmhouse flying at the windows smacking into them and guess what the hell happened a damn bird smacked into the window during the move that movie scene i almost shit my pants and was covered in goosebumps (laughs) that's creepy that is creepy (laughs) 
It was January in Minnesota. There was about a foot of snow on the ground, and my parents were out at a bar, and my brother was at a friend's house, but would come back later. I was in my living room watching TV, and I heard a small knocking coming from the basement. So I walked down to investigate all over the basement to find nothing. Not thinking much of it, I walked back upstairs to the living room to continue watching. About five minutes later, I hear a loud crash from the basement and what sounded like a door opening. At this point, I was pretty worried. I started to make my way down the stairs, terrified. As I went down, I thought maybe my brother was home without me knowing, so I called his name. Nothing. I called again and nothing. So I kept slowly moving down the stairs, only to find that there were drawers open in desks, boxes open, and a few plastic bins and containers all knocked down and tipped over. But worst of all, my back glass door wide open with footprints leading out the door. I shut it. Oh my gosh. Someone was in there. Oh my gosh. That's so scary. Oh, it's not done. Oh. (laughs) I shut it, called my parents, and when they came, my mom called the police while my, while my dad followed them. According to him, they went over my fence and to the road behind my house where they stopped. My guess is he was picked up, but we and the police never found out if it was planned or just a random house they picked to rob. Absolutely terrifying. Oh my gosh, that is terrifying. That's why I'm so glad my house ain't that big. Nobody could hide in my house. Yeah. When I was a kid and my parents first started letting me stay at home by myself without a babysitter, the large stereo we had in the finished part of our basement just turns on and starts blasting music. Mm -hmm. It was after midnight. The music was insanely loud, so there was no ignoring it. So eight or nine years old, me, so eight or nine year old me had to go down into the basement and turn it off. Uh Uh-uh. Everything you're not supposed to do in a horror movie, I did, and I survived, but every light in the house stayed on until my parents got home later that night. I still don't know why it turned on, but I messed around with it a lot, so I must have turned on some sort of alarm or timer or something earlier that day. That's what I'm choosing to believe anyway. Oh my gosh. That, especially if it's really loud. Oh, I know. so scary. Yes. Can't, I can't stand loud anyway. Yeah. Uh, all the doors in the apartment slammed shut at the same time. I took a walk around the neighborhood until my roommate got home. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that is terrifying. Yes. It was raining heavily outside. I was sitting on one of the chairs looking out the window, and then suddenly I heard something walking on the floor above me. I thought it was just a sound of my mind. I thought it was just a sound my mind was creating because, yeah... I was already scared being all alone at home, so I ignored. About five minutes later, I hear someone knock on the window. I thought maybe it was a bird who hit the window or something, but then suddenly, this huge floor lamp fell right on me. And I sat there for a solid ten minutes trying to understand what exactly happened. The lamp was perfectly fine. I still don't understand how it fell. Definitely the creepiest alone moment of my life. Yeah. It's like a lot of shit happening at once, and why? Yeah. And did it ever happen again? Yeah. Crazy. One time when I was about eight, back when kids were allowed to run free range in our country neighborhood, I came back early from playing with some neighbors and went to sleep on the couch, as I was tired from running rampant. My parents thought I was still at the neighbor's house, so they left to go to the store. When I woke up, it was dark and the power had gone out. I climbed off the couch and started calling for my mom when I started hearing noises from the basement, which I never went down to anyways because it was it scared the shit out of me at that age. It was a scratching noise like something with claws was dragging against the concrete floor. Naturally, I was scared shitless, so I ran back to the couch climbed into the hole underneath the cushions and waited until my parents got home. (laughs) It only took them 20 minutes, but to an eight-year-old scared of being eaten by some basement monster, it felt like hours. (laughs) That's a clever hiding spot. Yeah. Was sitting in our living room watching TV one night and no one else was home. In the kitchen, we have a refrigerator that has dual doors to open and a lot of decorations all over it, including a small magnet chime thingy. 
I was sitting there when I hear the chimes ringing slightly, so I mute the TV and listen, thinking maybe a family member was home. Nothing happened, so I turned the volume back up and kept watching TV. A minute later, I hear the what sounds like someone sneezing in our kitchen and didn't sound like any of my family's voices. I tensed up and thought someone had broken in our home. I'm shaking at this point, but am being quiet and listening. A few minutes go by and I hear the refrigerator doors open and then slam shut so hard I can hear glass jars inside rattling. I ran in the kitchen ready to whoop someone's ass and there was nothing. <laughs> Told my family about it and they said I was just paranoid, but we've had guests come over to the house and say it feels weird. Huh. I've had some woman walk up to my door when I was a kid at midnight and start screaming and knocking on my door. All the doors were locked, but she eventually just lied down and fell asleep on my porch. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> I was home alone when I was like nine or ten, whichever you are in fifth grade. It was literally the second day my mother allowed me to just walk home from school rather than stay at daycare. Phone rings. Voice on the other end asks for David. I tell them sorry, wrong number. As a weird but relevant aside, we got constant wrong numbers when I was a kid because our home phone line was one digit off from H&R Block. So I had developed a sort of standard cadence to wrong number calls. It, all, it almost always went H&R Block, sorry, wrong number, oh, I'm sorry, that's okay. So I'm on the line waiting for him to say, oh, I'm sorry. Instead, he starts yelling that he needs to, sp- needs to speak to David. He knows David is there. I tell him I have two Uncle Davids, but neither are there. The guy starts cursing and ranting in what, in hindsight, was pretty clearly driven by meth. Oh, shit. So I'm already pretty spooked, having never really encountered a fully crazy person in my life. Then he starts describing my house. Uh-uh. He starts telling me that it's white with brick pillars on the green porch, red doors, and with a white dog in the backyard. He concludes the call with, I know you're lying and I'm going and I'm gonna come get your ass. Oh shit. In the next thirty seconds I rush to get a knife in the kitchen, call my mom, and look frantically out the front of my house. Then there is a banging kicking at the door. I screamed at a pitch I didn't realize I could <laughs> and ran into the bathroom. It was the only locking door and stayed there until my mom got home. When I heard the garage door open and my mom call out to me, I started sobbing and ran out to her knife in hand. (laughs) When I got older, I found out from my mom that the Uncle David the guy was looking for was a pretty bad drug dealer for years. And that's why I hardly ever saw him. He probably gave someone he owed money to a bad address slash number. Thanks, Uncle David. Yeah, no shit. God. So, was out of town on business, so I treated myself and ordered in for my favorite restaurant. Delivery guy arrived and insisted he had to come into my place to deliver the food and take payment. Uh. I had to loudly refuse this multiple times in hopes a neighbor, neighbor would hear me. And he kept insisting, finally got him to process my payment in the hallway, but he was muttering under his breath the whole time. Scared the hell out of me. I doubled the... Double locked the door when he left and sat up all night feeling uneasy. Wish I had reported him to the restaurant, but I was too shaken to think about it. Uh, yeah, that's creepy. That'd be the first thing I'd do. I'd call them and be like, uh, what the fuck's up with your delivery? Yeah. And why would you have to come in? You don't. That's, That's... I, I think that was the point, though. You, like, there was no reason for that, and yet he was making it a big deal, which, why? Yeah, exactly. It was raining pretty hard one night, and I was about to go to bed. Our dog decided to start going nuts, barking at the corner of the family room. We had just moved in, so there wasn't anything in there, but she kept constantly barking at nothing. I tried to pull her away, but she wasn't having any of it. She started showing her teeth and snarling, which she never does. I figured there must be an animal outside, so I turned on the deck lights and peer outside. Nope, nothing. I wasn't about to go outside because of the rain, and I didn't see anything anyway. So I dragged the dog to the bedroom, but she just won't shut up. Finally decided to get my shoes and umbrella on and walk around the house. Found one of my neighbors curled up along the side of the deck trying to protect himself from the rain. He's disabled and a little slow. He usually goes out for walks in the neighborhood. 
He got caught in the rain and couldn't find his home or his house. If my dog hadn't gone nuts, he might have been out there all night, and who knows what could have happened. Huh. So always a good thing to have pets. Yeah. <laughs> two year two years ago, I got home from my last lecture from university before the start of Christmas break. My family had gone to Scotland for the weekend. I was all alone at home for the weekend. Once I arrived at home, I showered and was getting food ready. For the weekend? For the weekend. (laughs) After eating, I turned on my PS4, plugged my headset, and began playing. However, an hour later, I heard loud thudding from from the upstairs floor. Rather than being brave and checking upstairs, I ran to close and lock the living room doors to prevent a robber from entering. I hurried to my phone and called the police, who arrived quickly and began searching. After 20 minutes of searching, they found that someone had broken in my house through my bedroom window. Luckily, no values had been taken. (laughs) Luckily, no valuables had been taken. (laughs) I did, however, get a two-hour lecture from my parents on what precautions to take when home alone. (laughs) And this is my last one. Someone scoped out my apartment, charged up my stairs, and started banging on the door, demanding I open it and talk to her. This chick would not give me a name or what she wanted. Finally threatened to call the cops, and that's when she runs back down my stairs. Oh, that was it. What the fuck? I don't know. People are so weird. And you never know if it's mental illness. You never know if it's drugs. You never know if it's, like, legitimate someone needs something it's just all a guessing game well the thing is though you're too afraid to help someone if 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 they do need yeah because you don't know what anyone's gonna do yeah it could all be fake it could be real you just oh my gosh it's terrifying okay this week i did more uh glitch in the matrix because those are my favorite First one, I was on a road trip with family once. We stayed at a hotel for a night. Our room was nothing more than two beds and a restroom with a big-ass mirror across from the beds. Everyone went to sleep but me. I stayed up playing a mobile game I was addicted to at the time. At about 2 a.m., I went to sleep. When I woke up, I noticed something was just ever so slightly off. The mirror was gone. The room had two separate bedrooms, and there were three beds. Apparently, I was the only one who noticed it because my family called me crazy. Still confused as fuck to this day as to what happened. Ooh, I don't like that. I know. What'd you do? No one believed you? Especially if no one believed you. That would, oh my gosh, it would drive me insane. Ugh. Crazy. Okay, next one, I went to camp when I was around 12-ish took one of the disposable film cameras with me cell phones were still in flip phone phase and i didn't have one took a picture of two people i made friends with there one of them appears in the photo twice in two different poses entirely it still weirds me out when i come across that photo i had to read that one a couple times to kind of understand what they were what they meant and it sounded like one it was a picture of one person twice in two different poses, but they had taken a picture of two different people. Right? I got that it was a picture of two people, but one of the people was in a different pose than the photographer remembers them being. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Either way. (laughs) (laughs) It's all weird. Next one had a friend who was convinced something was wrong with the area between the nearby town and his home, or maybe it was his car. He claimed that many times he'd leave work and somehow be home five minutes later when it was a 15 to 20 minute drive. It was crazy. He wasn't the only one who experienced it either. Happened to a few friends that rode with him. Definitely weird stuff. Huh. Is there a portal somewhere or something? That's what it sounds like crazy next one i was sitting in my office one day when my desk phone rings and it was my under sheriff asking me to bring him all the reports dispatch logs and any documentation referencing a specific crime so i could get it all together i start toward his office 
I met him in the hallway and hand him the paperwork. He asked me what it was, and I told him it's the, you know, documentation you asked for. He swears he'd never asked me for it. Then he had just, that he had just arrived and that he had not called my office. He was on his way down the hall to ask me to get it together. Ooh, creepy. That is creepy. Next one. Sometimes I swear that lights flicker in whatever room I'm in. It's like someone turned off all the present lights simultaneously. I even asked those around me if they saw the lights turn off. I don't recall blinking at this time, and I wonder if I have many nanosecond blackouts. Hmm. Isn't that weird? I've seen, I've done that before where, like, the lights flicker. Yeah. And I wonder if I'm the only one that saw it, because nobody <laughs> reacts or anything. Yeah. It's weird. I just figure it's electric and... Yeah. <laughs> Next one, I was 19, living at home with my parents and younger sister. I came home from work from a job at a barbecue place, and my sister says to me, Oh, I thought you said you were off today. I'm confused because I left at 5 a.m. before anyone was awake, and I ask her, When did I say that? She says to me, like two hours ago in your room. She thinks I'm screwing with her, so I tell her to smell me because you can smell the barbecue sauce and smoke on me. Then she gets really creeped out and tells me that she went into my room earlier and saw me in the bed co- with the covers up to my neck and had a 15-minute conversation with me. That shit really creeped me out, and I never feel comfortable in that room anymore. Ugh, that's not a Matrix thing. That's a doppelganger thing. That is thing. a doppelganger. Ugh. That is creepy. Next one, I was waiting tables about 12 years ago, and my coworker forgot to put a food order in for a three-top table. He also forgot what the order was. I was laughing at him, stressing out, trying to figure it out, and when I said, it was probably fried mozzarella, cheeseburger, no onions, and chicken fingers. I was completely joking, but that was their exact order. It freaked me out. I made him let me run the food to the table just to make sure he wasn't fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Uh-huh. You've done that. Just been like, oh, I bet it's this, and it totally is. And you're yeah. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Next one. This didn't happen to me, but to my dad. He works for a heating and air conditioning company, so he often has to go to people's houses to fix things. About five years ago, he told me he had a bizarre dream where he went to a call to an elder- elderly lady's house. He had never seen the house or this woman before. But he said it was bizarre because of how realistic the whole thing felt. He fixed her boiler in the dream. They chatted for a bit, and then he left. About a week later, his company gets a call from an elderly woman needing her boiler fixed. They send my dad to the job. When he arrived, he said it was the exact same house from his dream and the same old lady. He knew her name before he even had to ask and knew his way around the house without having gone inside yet. When she opened the door, she said, hi, Gary. <sighs> and when he asked how she already knew his name, she said she had a dream last week that her boiler broke and that my dad was the one who came to fix it. So she just knew that would be his name. Oh, my gosh. I got chills. That's so weird. That's so weird. I mean, they were meant to meet, obviously. Crazy. That's crazy. Uh, next one, two complete strangers. Oh, that was the same one. Two complete strangers having never met. (laughs) They had the exact same dream that they would meet each other and they did. That was it. Oh. Okay, next one. This just happened quite recently. I was heading toward a place from a train station that was being remodeled and there's a huge chunk that's under construction. I got a bit lost in the area and my Google... (laughs) Why did I just say Google? Call it Google from now on. <laughs> Hold on, let me Google that. <laughs> you know the looks we would get? That'd be so funny. <laughs> that is my new favorite word. Google. Okay. <laughs> Google Maps. Was telling me that I should go through one path, but I couldn't since the whole area. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> sorry. 
such an idiot. Okay. Whose idea was it for us to have a podcast where we had to talk? (laughs) Whoever it was, it wasn't a very good one. Yeah, Jody. Hello. (laughs) Okay. Oh. So they couldn't go through this path um, because the whole area is basically off limits and they should take a detour. This was some busy underpass with people going to platforms and there was one big temporary plywood wall with big signs of under construction, unauthorized access, forbidden, no entry. That plywood wall had a plywood door and people were entering and exiting it like a normal busy door. Completely normal looking people that looked like they didn't belong in a construction area. Even some old woman entered it. So then I thought that the map is working fine, so I decided to go through the door. On the other side was a huge empty area, completely under construction. An area of sand piles of gravel, some pillars and construction in the distance. The edge of the underpass was completely unfinished, and I was really confused since I wasn't far behind the last person who went through the door, and I had no idea where the guy went. There was no path. It didn't seem like... It didn't seem to look like there was some path where the people would have gone. There's a big gravel road in front of me going a bit to the side, and the map was telling me to follow follow some similar path, so I thought maybe I should check it out a bit. Except, fuck no, a big caterpillar tractor sped up along that road, and I wasn't planning to walk near that. The guy in the tractor was looking at me confused, so the next thing I thought was to go back since I shouldn't shouldn't even be here. I opened the door and a few people walking away to the platform looked at me weirdly like like I did when I saw the people entering the door. No one entered after I went through nor when I came out. So after that I just had to take the detour since I was in a hurry anyway and forgot about it for the rest of the day. It's a ghost portal. But I mean maybe. Where were they going? Mm -hmm. That's creepy. Next one, when I was little, six years old, my parents took me to Disneyland in Florida. We went to watch one of those shows with the parrots. During the middle, I had to go to the bathroom, so my mom took me and left my dad and my sister to watch the show. When we came back, the entire stadium was empty, so we thought the show had ended, and we went back to the bathroom area to wait for my dad, thinking that's where he must have taken my sister, since it's the only bathroom station in the area. We sat on the bench and waited for two hours before my mom gave up. This was pre-cell phone. The only remarkable thing during this time was that one of those iguana lizard things was fighting with a squirrel behind the bench, and I watched that with great joy. (laughs) I actually remember this. We did some other stuff, then went back to the hotel room to wait for them. The entire time, my mom was annoyed at my dad, so uh, saying it's so irresponsible of him. A few hours after we got back to the hotel room, my dad and sister, who was a year younger than me, came back, and obviously, my parents started arguing, both saying they were waiting for the other at the bathroom. This is why I, this next part is why I added this story. Me and my sister, on the other hand, started telling each other about the lizard and the squirrel we saw fighting. Oh my god. Apparently, both of us saw what happened from the same vantage point on that bench. My parents stopped to listen to us and asked us to clarify. We both saw the same lizard and same squirrel fighting from the same point on the bench. It was one of those inexplicable occurrences, but they didn't give it further thought until me and my sister brought up until me and my sister bring up, remember remember that time we saw the lizard and squirrel fight? And my mom's like, yeah, that was a weird day. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't going to, I kept, I was reading that and I was like, eh, what, you know, whatever. They yeah. probably just were at different bathrooms. And then I read that yeah. the sister saw the same thing. I was like, oh my gosh. I thought it was going to be like, they would come back and say, where'd you go? Like, when they went to the auditorium or whatever, yeah. it was empty. Yeah. I thought the dad was going to say that it was still going on or something. That Yeah, that's, yeah, that was another thing that I thought, like, they had just, 
it was still on and there were, that was the only theater and yeah so yeah it went into a totally different direction yeah. that's still cool okay this one's crazy my dad was driving down a long lonely highway in ohio doing about 90 rolling hills and whatnot meant that the cops could hide at the bottom before you could see them and slow down all of a sudden his radar detector starts blaring and he slams on his brakes Right over the hill, there's a squad car running radar. He's super relieved, but when he looks at his detector, it's not there. It was unplugged and in the glove compartment. <gasps> Ooh, I just got chills. <laughs> great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Next one. This one's crazy. Um, it says, I had a glitch in the matrix just today. I was doing damage audit and an inventory audit on our fleet vehicles today. I did the damage audit first. I found a vehicle with significant damage and listed out details. This was among about 10 damaged vehicles inside about 30 we had on our lot. Upon turning in the damage audit, I was told this vehicle was not on our lot. Befuddled, I went and checked, and it was not where it was when I inspected it. I searched the whole lot. It was gone. We had no transport to, transports today meaning the vehicle was never moved. We also checked the local history of it, and it had only been rented and returned out of one location about 20 minutes away. It's never been on our lot before. Here's where it gets creepy. I'm thinking, okay, I just had the unit number wrong. Nope, I pull up previous inspections, and it had the exact same damage it had on it that I had written out. So somehow I inspected a vehicle properly that was not and had never been on our lot. Uh, Isn't that creepy? That's creepy. Okay, next one. So before my husband and I were married, we lived separately. He would come over and spend time and leave later at night, like 11 or 12. He left one night out of the front door, which has three locks, a lock on the knob, a deadbolt, and then what I call a hotel lock. It's the lock that you flip the long piece over onto the short peg, and then the door can only be open a few inches. Well, he left and used his key to lock the knob and the deadbolt, but I thought to myself, I have to go lock the hotel lock. I came down, and it's locked already. Absolutely no way he could have locked it from the outside. Ooh. So it's like a chain lock, basically, yeah. so that you can only lock it from the inside. Yeah. That That's is crazy. crazy. That's a very helpful ghost. Yeah. They're locking the doors for you. But they need to be on the other side. <laughs> not on, not with me. Well, if it's a helpful ghost. No. It's not scary. No. I want a ghost that will do my laundry and my dishes. Oh, that would be awesome. And mow my lawn. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I have to start mowing the lawn. I know. Well, at least yours isn't that big. But still... <sighs> I don't want it's to. great exercise. <laughs> okay, this is my last one. Going through my grandma's pictures after she died, we found a picture of my husband's mom and my grandma. This couldn't possibly be his mom, but it looked just like her. They also shared the same first name and last name. Huh. No, we aren't related. We've had our DNA analyzed. Wow. That's crazy. That reminds me of, did you know, I believe we both lived at Daddy's, and um, Paul, Kelly's fiance or whatever, yeah. um, his grandmother died. Well, um, they went to the funeral, and you know that they have those program things. Mm -hmm. They, I think, I think just Kelly and Paul went. Um, well, like, I don't know, maybe a month later, he, daddy was going through stuff in the garage and like underneath a bunch of like stuff was one of her programs and it was like all weathered and it looked all old, but it was one of Paul's grandma's programs and she had just passed away. That's weird. I know. That's what that reminded me of, that they had found that picture. Mm-hmm. Because it, they... I mean, it looked like it had been in the garage for a long time. And it was like under stuff. Hmm. It was weird. It is weird. But that reminded me of, of that. <clears throat> All right. It's time for the witty wrap-up. Yay! Witty wrap-up! 
so last week when brandy was talking about uh, translations like we can translate yes. emails that are sent to us yes. so it gave me the idea to do translation fails <laughs> these are great okay so this is a sign at an airport it looks like i don't know anyway <laughs> um the english translation is eating carpet strictly prohibited uh- <laughs> So, you cannot eat the carpet here. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> so, this one is just a paper sign on a door that's been typed out. It says, due to happenstance beyond our control, this elevator is so broken. <laughs> This one is a salon. It's called High Maintenance Chick Salon. Oh, nice. <laughs> this is a sign. Looks like it's on the side of a road. Dead slow children playing. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Dead slow children. Dead slow children playing. <laughs> this is a sign for the restroom. It says toilet, the place of prayer. Oh, <laughs> it is the throne. <laughs> Uh, this is a store, um, and the sign is called, the store is called Porn Fashion. <laughs> um, this looks like another, like, ma- or man-made, handmade sign that's just been typed out, and it says, do not use the problem. <laughs> what? What is that even supposed to mean? I don't know. This one is a menu. Uh, the first thing is titbits. <laughs> the second is dog turds. <gasps> what? The third is sheep turds. Ew. And then there's potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have some chips. I don't know about anybody else. Ew. Okay, so this looks like it's from a menu also. And this meal is called Rape the Sailor. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my gosh. That is horrible. Um, the next one is, this is a, uh, like a perfume store. It's called Anus per- Perfumery and Gifts. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, this one, it looks like it's um, like a store or something. Kind of like what our deli looks like. Okay. Where it's got like the the, the salads, like the broccoli. Okay. Whatever salad or whatever. Yeah. And it has the little signs telling you what it is. Uh-huh. Well, this one is Syrian paralysis cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be scared to eat that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is the Nazi Dental Laboratory. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, this is a billboard, um, and it says, Sale of Chicken Murder. <laughs> well, that's not tr- not false. <laughs> um, this just looks like a, another handmade sign. It says, Everyone like... <laughs> Everyone loves a clean bitch. Please do not litter. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is, uh, looks like a, might be a hair cutting place or something. I don't know. Evil saloon for men. it evil i don't know (laughs) this is a package of chocolate and it's cream milk with coconut humans (gasps) Ew! (laughs) reminds me of jeffrey Dahmer used to work in a chocolate factory (laughs) (laughs) yuck okay so this is supposed to say thank you for not smoking okay but it says fan and then the letter Q, 
<laughs> for not smoking. <laughs> That's funny. This is a menu. Uh, looks like it's an ice cream menu. Okay. And one of them is ice cream in the ass. What? <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, so this is a buffet, buffet sign. It's supposed to say meatball. Oh, no. It's, transla- it's Arabic. And the translation is Paul is dead in what? English. What? <laughs> so, meatball in Ar- Arabic <laughs> is... Paul is dead in English. Oh my god. Meatball? That's crazy. <laughs> and my last one. For proper service, please turn on the vacuum cleaner when using the shower. Thank oh. you. What? <laughs> that looks like it might have been Italian. Oh. But that's how they translated it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. So yeah, if you guys, even if it's not in English, send us your stories. We want to hear them. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. And I'm sure we would get some sort of content, even if it's not accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen. That would help really a lot. Again, send in your stories. Look us up on Facebook. You can recommend us on Facebook. You can join the group. Uh, And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye. So, yeah, my house is a nut house. So, that's why I come over to your house every week. That way, a tiny little dog at the very beginning doesn't sound so bad. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, when I sent you that text earlier asking about your uh, address, Mm -hmm. I thought you might have thought I was joking. No. (laughs) Because you've given it to me I don't know how many times. No, I I was outside. Oh. (laughs) When you sent that. It's like, I'm not joking. What is it? (laughs) Well, when you texted me that, I actually heard it go off. So I looked and I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) But no, I, I just didn't get it.